It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I love Paul Molitor as a manager. You know why? Why? Because Austin Reed is pitching the second in, uh, a second inning. Addison Reed. Reed. Addison Reed, I yeah. keep going. Austin Reed's a sport coach. But uh, <laughs> uh, Addison Reed yep. is pitching a second. Gardy would have never done no. this. Gardy would have never done this. He would have had to go to the 1-1-1. One, 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 and yep. then uh, if it goes 12, he would have said, I used my whole bullpen. I got to get yeah. a 13th that pitcher up. bringing in Tyler Kinley yeah, in the 12th. I, I, I got to get a 13th pitcher up here. So uh, now we know what uh, what the strategy was. Uh, to uh, Twins tie at the top of the ninth. On a, uh, okay, we'll tell you the truth here. It wasn't really a rock at all. Robbie, nope. uh, that was two balls that that, uh, that the uh, Orioles let drop today. The, the the ball out in right center field. What oh, that Escobar hit. What the yeah. hell was Adam I don't Jones know. doing? Run I don't in know. and catch it. I don't you know, know. It looks like he's uh, he's worried about being a free agent. He didn't want to run into anybody or something. It is interesting that the <laughs> Orioles, the way they look right now, they're going to be drastically different next year. Oh yeah, they're yeah. losing everybody. Yeah. Even all their arms outside of Alex Cobb. They're all their Trimble's arms are on one plan. Is he hurt? He's hurt. Oh okay. yeah, he's hurt. And they sent Cobb to Double A because so he just he joined. Yeah, he, he just joined the club. But they're I give them credit. They know that this is it, and they might as they they're Go long shots, it. but they might as well take a shot. Mm-hmm. Huh? And because uh, you can, if you're way out of it, you can still get significant yeah. return for Manny Machado. And plus, the other thing is, you can, you know, you can get another year of. Decent attendance, and then you then you got to tell then you got to tell everybody. Okay, we're we went for it. We're trying it. We're trying it all over again. Uh, interesting day already in Major League Baseball. I don't know. Uh, Stanton homers his first Yankee at bat, <laughs> and the bad part of it was it wasn't one of those rockets to uh, to left center field. Right, at, uh, he hit it to right field, so he's getting his Yankee Stadium stroke down. Pat, he's going to hit seventy home runs. Yeah, and Hap. Uh, homers on the first pitch of the season, and uh, Eduardo, Eduardo Nunez gets an inside-the-park home run. Uh, the Twins uh, did not swing the bats at all today. Oda Rizzi was really good. Zach Duke uh, strikes out four pit- hitters in an inning and gives up two runs, and uh, then the uh, Twins uh, scratched out two runs in the top of the night. Uh, the the Closer they're using instead of uh, Britain, Block. Is it Block? Uh, Brad Bach. Brad Brad Bach. Bach. 
uh, he gives he was wild and he gave up a couple of runs. So the Twins uh, pieced together and now it's two two going into the tenth. One of the other shockers. So we were talking about how oh. well the move. Thanks for talking about how fast the game was moving there, Manny. Right, you yeah. jinxed it, Manny. <laughs> Total to jinx. My bad. Um, I think Johnny. <laughs> mentioned- I do that every day, no matter. At the, <laughs> I do that every day at the target field, even if it's going slow. Hey, this game's moving around pretty good. Everybody's like, shh. <laughs> yes. uh, one of the other big stories from the day uh, Johnny mentioned this off the air. The Whiteys are up eight to four on the. On the Royals, they've hit five home runs today. Really, the White Sox are they? They must be at home because the Cubs are on the road. No, they're in Kansas City. Uh, Abreu's got one. Davidson, the third baseman, yes, he's got he can, two. He, he can hit. Uh, Anderson's got one. The shortstop, and I'm trying to find their other. Uh, but Moncado? No, not him. Mm. Somebody got one off Blaine Boyer, and they don't have a name attached to it. But. Uh, yeah, the, the the Whiteys they scored eight with five home runs. They're only in the sixth inning in that game. Too. Opening day starter for the uh, for the Whiteys, oh Patrick. Oh my god! Opening day starter was James Big Game Shields. James right? Shields, baby. Well, Still I, stealing money. You know, with all the, with the players they had. Look at look at Kyle Schor- Schwarber. I don't approve. You don't like He's skinny got, Schwarber. No, bring back the fat Schwarber. Yeah. We like the, a guy named Schwarber should be fat. He should. He, he's like a guy from the uh, the Bears skit on Saturday Night Live. They, they could have had a guy named Schwarber. Doing the heart attack yes. bit. <laughs> See, I don't do this too often, but I might have to go back and readdress something I said earlier today about <laughs> listeners and readers. Listeners, I, I respect you. I don't want you to. You know, I, I'm not interested in your opinion on Circle Me Bird, okay? Because if you're if you mm-hmm. think it's really important, you're stupid. But uh, I mean, it's that simple. So, I mean, but we're soften the blow. But you're 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 entitled to that opinion sure. if, if you want to have it. That's okay. that's fine. Mm-hmm. And you know, readers, I've always thought, you know, go ahead. I I don't. You know, I I write for one person, me. That's who I write for. Mm-hmm. I never. That's how you avoid pandering, right? You just write. I don't. I don't care what public opinion is, okay? And that doesn't mean I don't respect you. Sure. I just don't care what public opinion is. You know, that's that's <laughs> yeah. that's just it's because I think if you say okay. What kind of success could you have in this town if you went on the air yeah. in the morning, let's say in a morning show on an FM station and oh, just gosh. kissed ass for three hours and everything was great? You Mike, could, you know, people would see through that in a heartbeat, wouldn't they? Uh, you would think so. They would see through that in a heartbeat. You would think so. You know, I, I can't do that. Some have parlayed to, that into a successful to, career. I don't think that. I don't think that'll work here. Not in this market. Not in this market. We're too savvy. We're too savvy in this market. <laughs> oh it would God. never work in this market. We're too savvy. Now, if I heard you correctly, this was a concession on something earlier you had said. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. That that, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, because the uh, you know the the fact that I don't I can't say I don't care about listeners. I mean. Who's nicer than the listeners than me at the state fair? Oh my I God! Go out, yes, yeah, I go out and you treat the photos, people like royalty. Treat them. I you know go out and I'm nice to I'm nice to everybody. I just can't share your concern about stupid things like you know I can't I let's 
you know, like last year at this time, about this time of year, I was driving past the uh, TCF Bank Stadium for the spring game, and there were people carrying oars going in, and, you know, I don't have, you can do whatever you want to do, but you're stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? You're but not that rowing with them. doesn't mean I don't respect you and gotcha. want you. I just... I just feel sorry for you. Now, back to the fair comment. Yeah. We're we're taking out, though, the one year where you refused to sign anything for anybody, which I believe was, was that two years ago or three years ago? Why was that? Why was I boycotting? I think you just, that's something you came up with that day. (laughs) You weren't going to sign anything. I signed today. I got sick. Well, we asked you. I think here's why I normally boycott signing because they all buy suits, shirts, (laughs) and they want me to sign them. Right. Let him sign them. Right. Let the rookie sign them. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, we always have better T-shirts than him, and he sells ten times as many as we do. How do you think I feel? I'm not even on that stupid show. I got kicked off that show, right. and listeners want me to sign their shirts. Yes, right. That makes no sense. And last year we came up with a great shirt, and then they wouldn't print anymore. So, what the hell? That's well, stuff happens. It's because someone told us it would be in our best interest to stop producing those shirts. No, 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 no. I mean the other one, the uh, not elite ones. We, uh, we ah, those oh, those okay, were yeah, selling. Yeah. Like, that's right. Those, those were, were selling like hotcakes, and then true. they disappeared from the market. <laughs> yeah. I still wear mine with pride. Yes, well, that's good. Oh my god, that's good. Anyway, all uh, right. I'd like to apologize to whoever I may have. Is is it you know like when you the yes. non apology apology? You know when you're an axe murderer <laughs> mm-hmm. and you kill a whole family and you say I'd like to apologize to whoever I might have offended. Right. right. To anyone you know, that that's, that's might have been they, offended. I yeah. love all these guys. Anyone who I might have you offended everybody. Right. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's mad at you. Everybody hates you. Okay. All righty. Anyway, I just don't think pandering works in this market, so that's why I don't do it. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll be back. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. Towns for the record. Oh, my God. And a new Timberwolves single-game franchise record set by Carl Anthony Towns. I was just in the zone. Uh, you know, it's, I got 56 points. I didn't feel like I shot well at all, though. So, uh, you know, it's, it's good to have a feeling like this and not like this. Uh, like you said, it's about the win. I just wanted to win. Anthony Towns, uh, we'll take that shooting. You might not have felt like you were shooting real well. Nineteen six of eight from three. Yeah, you didn't six, think he shot the ball well. Six of eight from three. Nineteen <laughs> for thirty-two, and he also was twelve out of fifteen at the line and fifteen rebounds. Uh, we are uh, discovering uh, how unusual this is. There's only uh, uh, what a handful of players who've had fifty and fifteen games, right, in history. Didn't I read that? And uh, it's uh it's pretty uh pretty amazing performance last night by Carl Anthony Towns. I'm uh wondering if what could happen if he had a big tough center to play with that uh could could give him 15 minutes a game so he could almost play some power forward if that uh that might make well, him even better. That know? that's why we were hearing the DeAndre Jordan rumors earlier this year when, you know, there was a possibility that the Clippers might be trying to move him before they lose him in free agency. So, I mean, if you could, I don't think it's going to happen, 
it would be difficult for them to make it happen. Yeah, but if you could, if you could, if you could get somebody like a DeAndre Jordan and put him next to Cat and let Cat be sort of the power forward, then well, how about, that would help uh, him tremendously. How about uh, taking a little peek at the rookie someday to see if he can play defensive center for 12 minutes? That is weird that he Justin hasn't played Patton. at all this year. He, he, yeah, won't, he well, won't play him for a minute. Yeah, he had that He had that injury in the offseason where he, I think yeah. he had that broken foot I know, or something. I know, but he's, and, he's played three months of basketball down in the G League, right? Yeah, down there for three late. But uh, this is yeah. Tibbs' mo, isn't it? That he's reluctant to play younger guys, well, especially and, when he's uh, figuring that you know there's no wiggle room here. He can't uh, he can't throw a game away, right? And have a kid play yeah. 15 minutes. But I I wonder if you know he's supposed to be a terrific athlete. He's got a little actually a little little jump shot game too. Supposedly, yeah, he's got good. But footwork I and... I don't know why you wouldn't look at him for maybe eight minutes some night. See if uh, you can get himself a little well, time, but. When Towns is playing like he did last night, there's no sense in doing that. Well, what you, what you hope for too, Pat, is like tomorrow they got Dallas, right? Mm-hmm. Go in there, kick the crap out of the Mavericks, yes. have a 25 point lead in the fourth quarter, <laughs> and then and then put Justin Patton and Anthony Brown and let them get let them get some minutes. And but with Tibbs, I mean, they'll be up by 25 with 30 seconds left, and his starters will still be on the floor most likely. So. But if you're an organization that like the Wolves are in right now, you've already got one max player. You're going to have another. You're going to have very little wiggle room with the salary cap. Aren't yeah. you going to be relying upon guys that you're yeah. drafting in the first round? It's, it's what I've been roles? saying, and, and I tweeted this out the other night. This Oklahoma City pick that they got for Rubio, they need to turn that into something. Rather, it's whether you draft somebody, you know, it's going to be in the twenties. So or you draft use it some, as a trade chip, or use it as a trade chip. But you've got to turn that into something. You can't, you know, you can't whiff on that. You can't have a Lazar Hayward in mm-hmm. in that with that pick. No, you know no. what I mean? Because oh that's going to cripple you. Because all the teams, look at we talked about this last week. The good teams in the NBA, Golden State and Houston, they got, you know, they've got contributors. Maybe not star players, but contributors that they got in the late first round and in the, in the in the second round. I mean, you've got to hit on some of those to supplement, you know, some of the the depth that you're going to need. Well, and the the thing is, they're going to get Towns against the Max this summer. Yep. And then Butler can walk, and Butler, you know, they're going to be luxury tax territory. Yes. Uh, so, I, you know, a guy like Belly, there, I don't think they're going to be able to uh, match. Do you? That, that, well, I, I think if, the, if somebody they, makes him a big deal, I don't think they'll be able to match. The interesting thing to look at is to see what they do with Gorgie Jang because they're going to have to try and get anybody to move him. You yeah, have to well, give up something. You're going to have to give up, and I mean, you might have to you might have to part with that Oklahoma City pick just yeah. to get somebody to take Gorgie's deal, and that's that's why his contract is very difficult, but. If you want to stay out of the luxury tax, then you know Gorgie's his contract is one that you're probably going to have to move. Uh, the twins, uh, anyway. Today's and it wasn't really a long discussion between Joe and I today. Joe he, took yeah. Joe took full note yes, of Carl Anthony Towns <laughs> scoring 56 points, uh, and he did say, you know, why doesn't he do it more often? Yeah, but uh, the <laughs> noting that it was a Noting as it was, they've been in business for 29 years, and it's the first time anybody's done it. Mm-hmm. But uh, that said, that Carl uh, Anthony Towns, we'll, I, we got to get the certificates moving here so I could present it to him in person at the next at a home game. He would grab it over again. He would look at it. and He would say. What the hell is this? <laughs> no, he no, I'm kidding. He'd say I'm very proud. Thank of you this, for the you honor, know. Mr. Royce. Yes. Uh, 
Southeastern Conference Freshman of the Year, number one number overall, one overall draft pick. Yeah. Nothing compares no. with the Sports Person of the Day certificate that I have just won. All right. Uh, not exactly the situation you want to bring Fernando Rodney in for the first time with the Twins. Two on, one out, and uh, uh-oh. Manny Machado uh, just, up, and he just popped one out into the outfield. I believe yes. that might have been a fielder's choice. No, at that, second. that yeah, they didn't get the out at second. Oh, I thought they, they did. did. Not I thought, get the out at second. I thought he had signaled, but uh, base is loaded now center? with uh, with nobody out. Or, excuse me, with one out. Uh, was it Rosario in center? Yeah, because so, yeah. yes, little bloop there. He couldn't get to the ball, and uh, they 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 could have gotten the force out at second. I think here, but. Uh, Dozier's trying to fake him, but nobody's. Uh, nobody was there. Covering. Escobar wasn't covering second, and Molly does not look happy. Uh, nobody covering second base. So uh, Eddie Escobar. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. Was he safe? Well, thank God we've instituted replay in yes. Major League Baseball, so we can well, take gotta, a peek at well, it. Well, you got to take a peek at it, don't you? I think you do. Mm-hmm. Did we throw the challenge flag yet? Yes, I think we did. <laughs> okay. Anyway, good. challenge. There it is. There we challenge. go. All right. Well, anyway, we'll. Uh, but by the time we come back from this break, we'll know whether the Twins won a loss or if they're playing in the 11th inning. Uh, we, hey, Tom Keegan uh, is the sports editor at the Lawrence World Journal, uh, home of the Jayhawks, baby. Uh, knows as much about the Jayhawks as everybody. He's safe. Uh, yeah, he's safe. He's, he's safe. Bases loaded. One out. Uh, Rodney uh, will have to figure out something. All right, we'll be back. Uh, Tom Keegan will be with us after the Johnny Height Sports Update. Johnny Height with a sports update. You can report wow. the good news to the uh, fans out there. Let me do that. First, let me tell you this update sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Firestone Complete Auto Care, keeping cars running newer, longer. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Twins and Orioles playing an opening day, and the Twins just got out of a basid loaded jam in the bottom of the 10th with a you double play. Him, uh, Escobar, ground ball to Escobar through home, then the first for the double play to get out of it. Fernando Rodney came in the middle of the inning. Uh, and, uh, well, Mr. Hildenberger, is, he's scaring me at this yeah, point. Yeah, he wasn't very good this spring. And, yeah, uh, not today he's, he's on probation. Uh, he'll hang with them as long until Phil Hughes comes back. But uh, if, he, if he doesn't start getting them out, mm-hmm. they'll, uh, they'll make a move there. Yeah, he hasn't been good. He hasn't had any. His control's been terrible. Yep. So. Uh, the uh, Twins tied it in the ninth on a Robbie Grossman base hit. And Escobar, bad play right before yes. he made the good play. He didn't cover second on this little blue pit out in center field. Did uh, either any of you gentlemen read uh, LaBelle's piece today on Escobar? I did, yes. Did not. It was pretty entertaining. Yeah. Uh, he has become a science. He's he's studying science, okay? <laughs> Apparently, he's, what, he's got three boys, you know, at home, and mm-hmm. I, one of them must be at an age where they're... So he's quizzing... I, I saw him doing it a couple of times this spring, and I didn't know what he was doing. He's quizzing his teammates about science. You're still talking about Lavelle now, or are you talking no, about... No, no, no. Lavelle's <laughs> a proud graduate of the University of Illinois, hyphen Chicago. Uh, UIC. They threw him out of the water in Champagne because he liked the party too much, but he, and he ended up getting his degree. But uh, the, the punchline is, and Dozier reports the punchline is... He discovered, allegedly, that man walked on the moon. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> Eddie, oh, wow. the punchline oh is, Eddie was amazed to learn, hey, he's one day sitting there reading something, and he said, hey, man <laughs> rocked on the moon. Man has walked oh, on the wow. moon. So it, uh, it was, uh, now I don't know if Eddie's, he's a, characters so he might be putting people on but the uh uh labelle's piece on him is uh, really yeah. good today in the, today's paper other games today houston leads texas four to nothing in the eighth justin verlander six scoreless in that one Oof. uh in that ball game by the way uh, you'll see this i'm sure houston against joey gallo uh moved brugman out to the outfield they oh, had really? four outfielders in normal positions basically like a rover and softball yeah and uh, they had the, oh, all the infielders on the other side of the infield, if you bunted, you'd have got. If he could have gotten a double, but well, I, I don't think he ever. You know buns, what? But. It's funny because if somebody from Cincinnati who does a baseball podcast there uh, tweeted out this picture today of the Reds against Willie McCovey. I think in uh, uh, whatever year it was, sometime. Uh, had four outfielders and everybody on that side. I guess they were trying to say the shifting is certainly there's it's done more, but uh, it it was done, and that's Always the same thing. Done. And in fact, in my Twitter, I retweeted it. It's in my Twitter feed, and they got four outfielders and uh, four outfielders and uh, every infielder on the other side. Yeah, Eddie just about broke the uh, tie there with a fly ball to the wall. Eddie's got you got to be a little stronger. He could add two today with yeah. a little more five feet of strength. I actually caught audio ten seconds of that uh, walking on the moon encounter in spring training. No way. Oh, that's great. We landed on the moon! <laughs> Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> well, that's what Dozier said. There's a Dumb and Dumber moment that he said. <laughs> no way! I read the story. It's, uh, it's fun. Oh. It's uh, entertaining. He is quite the character. Would be nice if he'd go up and hit a home run and win the game. <laughs> Yankees lead Toronto five zip in the seventh. Uh, yeah, Giancarlo Stanton, Stanton a home run his first time up. He has three RBIs with two hits. Uh, Aaron Judge is two for three with a double. Lineup could be fun, I think. Huh? Severino uh, pitching for him, right? He five, pitched opening day, right? Five and two thirds of scoreless. Yeah, he went. He started the opener. Yeah, yep. Well, they broke him out against the Twins last year. That's when true. But he thought they wouldn't, and he pitched well. Uh, Boston, same thing. Pitching, they lead Tampa Bay four zip in the eighth. Chris Sale went six scoreless, only gave up one hit. Uh, a ball game with a lot of home runs. White Sox lead Kansas City eight to four. Abreu with a home run for the White Sox. Davidson with two, and Tim Anderson with two home runs oh, for really? Chicago. Mm. He had about two ten last year, mm-hmm. and he had a terrible year. Phillies lead Atlanta five to two. Milwaukee leads uh, the Padres one zip in the eighth, and the Angels lead Oakland five to four. The sports show fan Ryan Lamar just uh, got a hit. He's batting oh, one thousand. So after hitting four seventy five in spring training. Uh, Inspired by the uh, possibility of a reunion show with the, with the sports show. <laughs> Rusty Staub, the orange-haired outfielder who became a huge hit with baseball fans in two countries, has died. Played 23 years in the Major League. Staub was 73, died after an illness in the hospital in West Palm Beach. Uh, the Mets learned of the death from friends of Staub, who were with him at the time, according to a team spokesman. Affectionately dubbed La Grande Orange, Staub was a six-time All-Star, the only player in Major League history to have at least 500 fit, uh, hits with four different teams 
He was a favorite with fans in the U.S. and uh, also New York. And he Montreal. could hit, but he could not run. Man, no. he was slow. <laughs> they, and back then, uh, uh, when he first started, they uh, didn't he have? He was in the National League most of the time, mm-hmm. so he had to play in the outfield. I uh, love uh, or first base. So. Back to Ryan Lamar. I love when Phil Miller asked him the significance of wearing number twenty four, and he said. It was hanging in my locker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. And you said that your oh my bride God. met Whitney Taney. We, were, we were outside of Hammond Stadium and just started up casual conversation because she saw oh. uh, Jess holding a boy's hat, so we just started talking about kids. And you're right. When those two start popping out kids, they're going to be some good-looking kids, yeah, man. He, he's, uh, he looks like Aggie and uh, tennis player. You know, that's can't, all you got to know. Can't go wrong. <laughs> that's right. Wild in action at home tonight. They'll play Dallas at the Excel Energy Center. Uh, the Lynx will open the WNBA preseason with a game against the Washington Mystics at Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines Sunday, May 6th. Other preseason game will be Saturday, May 12th against Chicago at Target Center. Uh, the Lynx open the regular season on May 20th at the Target Center against General Manager Reeve has been pretty active bringing in uh, yeah. Wiley veterans to uh, assure another championship, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, good for her. <laughs> I'll go ahead, John. I was just going to say, price of watching the state's high school athletes play could go up. The state high school league today approved a new five-year deal to keep hoppy, uh, hockey, wrestling, and volleyball at Excel Energy Center. But the cost of doing so is going way up, about 5%. Those costs probably will be uh, passed on to the fans. Well, you can make more money over at Target Center, you dummies, if you didn't have the uh, the the uh, four A's playing on Wednesday uh, and yeah. uh, the Thursday and then not playing on Friday. Yeah, but, I uh, don't get that. You know, they just filled their vacancy when Stead left. I would have served had they asked me. I could have straightened that. <laughs> could have straightened that. First of all, we wouldn't ban a guy from the all-state team because he had one lousy technical foul, <laughs> yep. for God's sake. He'd be on the team. You know, the sportsmanship overrated. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be back. Taking the ride with Roycey. You're going the wrong way! He said we're going the wrong way! Oh, he's drunk! How would he know where we're going? On 1500 ESPN. Tom Keegan is the sports editor of the Lawrence Journal World in San Antonio with those Jayhawks. Uh, has the, have the Kansas fans taken over the Riverwalk yet, sir? Hey, they're getting there, yeah. They kind of, uh, seems like they multiply. Everywhere <laughs> I go, I see them all over the place, getting dirty looks from them. Oh, really? Why, why would they not love you, man? I, I don't get it. You know what? Well, maybe that's that's more football season. I guess I get the dirty look. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about the football fans in that town. I was just going to bring that up to you. I think there are two places in the country where football is one hundred percent the poor stepchild of basketball: Kansas and Kentucky. I mean, it's nice to have if your football team isn't one of the worst in the country. That would be nice, but it's not really that big a deal when you got the Jayhawks basketball team. Well, that's kind of the way they look at it, and the football will continue to be a poor stepchild if they keep looking at it that way. Get a load of this. Shane Zenger, the athletic director at Kansas, has not fired his 3-33 and football coach 
but he did fire Porter Moser at Illinois State. <laughs> Who's in the Final Four here? I didn't realize that Porter got fired at Illinois State. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, and that was fired. That's when he. And then he went to work for Majerus after that, right? Is that yes, that he worked? did. You, do you want to hear my conspiracy theory on it? Okay. Zenger's always had his eye on the KU job. He's from Kansas, so he hires Bill Self's top assistant. Becomes buddies with him, oh. knowing that he would get a great recommendation from Tim Jankovic to Bill Self <laughs> when the next opening came up. Well, that's that, how it worked out. That would be very wise. This is uh, this has been a little different kind of a Kansas team, uh, not uh, big and powerful, and uh, not one of his great defensive teams. But uh, uh, that that game with Duke, man, they uh, they made themselves. They made me proud of them. I'll tell you that. Anytime you get rid of Duke, you're I'm on your side. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many times I'm hearing that. That <laughs> is hilarious. You, you know, Kansas isn't thought of as the cuddly, fuzzy program until they play Duke, and then everybody just loves them for a day. It was a pretty amazing job by him. I, I think the thing about this team is Yudoka Zabuke didn't have much experience. He played 11 games last year, hurt his wrist out for the year, and was really just learning how to play basketball. Well, now he's a great passer out of the post. And Malik Newman can't miss a shot. So what do you do? Do you double Udoka and then run the risk of him finding Malik Newman or one of those other shooters? It's kind of a pick-your-poison deal with Kansas. Uh, they, uh, they they got some kids that have stuck around. This is not one-and-done nation uh, very often. Wiggins, of course, was one of those. But uh, it's, it's, not like, uh, it's not like Duke anymore. They actually have some kids sticking around. They got a senior, for goodness sakes. Yeah, two seniors, two senior starters, Devontae Graham and Sviatoslav Mihailuk. And, and the thing is, this whole Final Four is kind of a throwback because there are no one-and-done players here, and 13 of the 20 starters are juniors or seniors. When wow. do you ever see that anymore? Wow, that, there isn't a one-and-donner in, in the whole tournament, huh? No, uh-uh, wow. which is amazing. That's uh, how this Newman, uh, how this Newman kid, uh, how that come about that uh, he, he decided to bail and come to Kansas. Had they recruited him originally? They did recruit him originally, and uh, we're really disappointed they didn't get him because self loved him, thought he was great, and then he went to play for Mississippi State, and Ben Howland tried to nag him into doing all. the he wasn't good at, which was pretty much everything but scoring, mm-hmm. and he didn't go for that, so he came to Kansas figuring Self wouldn't do the exact same thing. Of course, Self did do the exact same thing, and eventually uh, Newman just started playing some D and and driving and, and uh, passing and doing all the things he wasn't doing, so Bill Self tends to take a player, a B player, just attack his weaknesses and in the process, turns him into a C player for a while because he just his confidence is gone and he just thinks he can't do anything. And then once he starts doing shoring up his weaknesses, self is boosting him back up, and all of a sudden he goes from a C player to an A player who never would have been an A player if self didn't uh, attack the weaknesses to begin with. So Tommy, uh, years ago I was uh, uh, I was at a Kentucky game. And they were good back then. I think Patino was there. It was so long ago. And uh, and uh, I was driving back to a couple hours away, and I was listening to the postgame show, 
and they'd won by 30, and people were calling up and complaining about this and complaining about that. <laughs> is he, does it, did the Kansas fans appreciate what they have, or is, have, have they been spoiled to the point that if they lose two in a row, it's a crisis? Well, you know, this team, they do appreciate what they have in them, and same with 2012, because yeah. there wasn't really the expectations. 2012 made it all the way to the title game, didn't have any... McDonald's All-Americans on the whole roster, which is a real rarity for Kansas. And this team looked like it wasn't going to win the Big 12 when Preston, you know, uh, couldn't couldn't show that uh, the money that was used to pay for his car was, uh, you know, on the up and up. So he never got to play. He was probably their most talented player, not their most experienced or mature. But so this has been an underdog story by Kansas standards. So yeah, the fans really do appreciate it. And it's kind of cool to see. Uh, yeah, it's, it is an amazing place though. First of all, I've only been there a couple of times, but the fog Allen is one of the great arenas of all time. It's, it's kind of like Williams arena, you know, it's ancient, but it's better. It's uh it's terrific. It's always full and they have the great traditions, but I say you got a pretty good traditions in a place when the guy who invented the game can only get the court named after him. He can't get the arena named after him. That's pretty good. <laughs> and not only that, he's the only coach in the history of Kansas basketball with a losing record. <laughs> um. Yeah, that is it is a, a tremendous uh, and the 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 length that the, the, the Kansas coach stays. Self's been there forever, and he's probably fifth on the seniority list. I haven't looked it up, but. Uh, what do, what do you think of how's he to deal with? Uh, is he uh, you know the sometimes the hometown newspapers see a different guy than other people? Does he is he a good guy to deal with? Yeah, he's definitely a good guy to deal with, and he's great with access to himself, and he's candid. Uh, he's not real good with access to his players during the regular season, but that's the beauty. He saves that a lot of that for the national people, which is unfortunate. But the beauty of the postseason is they keep us out you know? and they, <laughs> really that you do way better work in the postseason because you get to interview the guys what have you uh i mean the the, the kansas duke in a lot of ways uh to me saved the tournament if what you're worried about is quality because there was a lot of exciting games that were clunkers uh as far as the quality of the play but uh is, is all, all the games you've seen with the jayhawks that one uh where's that one right boy that's right up there with the final missouri game uh, which was in Allen Fieldhouse and was in overtime. And, and the Memphis game, obviously, they won the title in 2008, which uh, was in overtime. And then the triple overtime at Allen Fieldhouse with uh, Oklahoma when Buddy Heald was with them. Those four games really stand out as amazing games. And right up there with Kirk Gibson, which I covered, and with the Kansas volleyball team making the final four when they were down 13 to nine (laughs) against USC. Uh, you, uh, you've discovered volleyball. So have I, they're fantastic up here. They're, uh, by far the best women's sports. No, no doubt about it. As far as, yeah, they look so athletic playing that sport. It's amazing. It is. It is good. So, uh, Villanova is, uh, really good. That's going to be tough task. It is a tough test because they are really good. I watch them a lot. I watch a lot of Big East because I watch all the Marquette games, and uh, yeah, they're they're uh, Kansas has faced a lot of teams with really good guards and beat them. But I think that Villanova guards are better than any guards that they faced. You know, if you in in today's world, you call anybody who's on the perimeter a guard. I used to like the forward designation, but that's dead because 
but but Brunson is terrific, and obviously Bridges is outstanding. He had a really good game off the bench against Kansas in the Elite Eight two years ago when he was just a scrapper. Now he's a scrapper and a scorer. Uh, I got to ask you, on a personal note, a guy who uh, uh, used to stir stuff up for the New York Post, you're now a veteran of Lawrence, Kansas. Do you like the low-key atmosphere? Uh, you know what? The... It's really not as different as you would think because really? the fans are just so intense. <laughs> and they, oh my gosh! And they're not, uh, you know. You, I don't write with as good a humor as you, but I like to write with some humor sometimes. And they don't see any humor in anything <laughs> involving that basketball team. Okay. And they probably don't see any humor in that football team ever when they win one game a year. Unbelievable. Well, now it's gotten to the point where that's all you can see is just laugh at it. It's it's really crazy. I mean, they they the coach says, uh, I point out all the transfers and JUCOs they've gotten in the past, and then the coach at the end of the year says, well, we've done it the right way with all high school recruits. <laughs> and, and I said, whoa, whoa, watch what's coming. They have 13 JUCO recruits and a fifth-year senior because, you know, the difference between going 0-12 and 1-11, and which probably all those JUCOs will do for them, that's a big deal. <laughs> at least you win one. <laughs> all right, hey, uh, have a good game down there, Tommy. Okay, thanks. Thanks for your time. Tom Keegan, uh, Lawrence, uh, newspaper sports editor down there. He was the guy who came here from the New York Post when Daryl Strawberry was with the Saints. Oh, man. And his boss told him, I want Daryl Strawberry back in New York. It's your job to beat up George until he decides to sign him. Come on. And basically, because they wanted Daryl on the back on the back page. Sure. The tabloid. Yep. And Keegan came back, came here about three different times and wrote these how good Daryl is in New York. The Mets needed line he, shots he everywhere. Up after about three days. It was it was beautiful. <laughs> we'll be back. Manny, do you have a daily complaint? It's the New York Yankees lineup. It's not fair. <laughs> John Carlo hit another one. It's not fair. This is, yeah, this is going to be uh, good luck. Anybody going up against that lineup this year. That's I think it's be... all about launch, launch angle. I don't think it has anything. hundred <laughs> percent. Do. I don't think it has to do with uh, anything that if you threw a rock at one of those guys, it would bounce off and come back and hit you in the head. You know what's going to happen, too, with these guys? I mean, the Yankees are already a huge draw whenever they uh-huh. come to town. But oh, with these two guys... People are going to be killing each other to get guys, to games. You think those two guys walk around the clubhouse and kiss their muscles, you know, when they're walking around? Lord knows I would. <laughs> if I look like that, that's all I would do. Get a load of this. But uh, my daily complaint is, and here's why I love my guy Mackie, all of the, you know, the alarmists are already out. You know, oh, all that right. Rodney signing was great, folks. No, no, no. We got 161 to go. Somebody's already complaining. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Never well, fails. He got, he got out of the inning before. Right. You know. He gave folks, there's 161 to go. Calm down. We got a lot of season left. Yes, and you got to remember, uh, Rodney was uh, horrible last April and then fantastic for five months. So, so we should just not even use him. Until yeah, I May. think that's what we should do. Yeah, yeah, yeah not or not send him either. to Rochester. No, because you you could have brought in Tyler Kinley. Why didn't he bring in Tyler Kinley? Why not? That's yes. my daily complaint. I wanted to see Tyler Kinley in that situation. 
Or Taylor, is it? I can't remember. Taylor. 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 Ah, one of them. I don't know one of the other. All right. Twins 0-1. That's my daily complaint. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more. And Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today.